All right, all right. Welcome to episode three of Hellhounds of Horror. I am the Octagon. I'm joined by James Westfall and Kenneth Noisewater. Um, <laughs> also joined by the uh, lovely, beautiful Churlicious. Say hello. Hi. Thanks for having me back. Sure. Oh, yeah. I remember the uh, time we had her on, on the live stream on YouTube. She did a good fucking job on the notes and being all smart. Oh, but, yeah. yeah. Yes. She was, yes. Super, super, she was the most prepared guest with it. I remember that. That was like a year ago today. Happy anniversary, guys. That's amazing. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. <laughs> Where's the gifts? Where's my gift? <laughs> you get three gifts. I get three guys. <laughs> oh, frankincense and more. <laughs> <laughs> With all that said, today we're going to be discussing the It Chapter 2. Um, the movie's just recently come out, and everybody here has seen it, so we're going to jump into that. Um, everybody's got their little piece on what they're going to talk about today, so let's just jump right into it. Um, I think we should let the guests go first. So. Absolutely. Ladies yeah. first, all right. Everybody, just keep in mind, if you're listening to this right now, it's going to be full disclosure of the movie going forward, so if you haven't seen it, Hit the pause, hit the stop, because I'm not going to be blamed for fucking up your day, so <laughs> let's continue. <laughs> I went to go see it. My movie theater fucked up so bad, because the first half of the film, entire time, the audio kept going in and out, to the point where they had to pause the movie, and like stop for like a good 20 minutes, and then restart it back up again, so uh, that was fun. But uh, I was thoroughly impressed. Obviously, it got everyone all hyped up to see the movie. Uh, and I I wasn't disappointed. The score, the visual effects they did, the CGI's, I was blown away. There's bits and pieces of when they did the flashbacks uh, to when they were kids um, that I couldn't fully watch or hear because, again, my movie theater fucked up. Great job. I was impressed also how they did uh, Pennywise at the end. Um, they made it like this very like supernatural like old time old school like back ancient you know native american days uh, and had like a nice storyline to how that turned into the pain now and like spider kind of thing that it is it's totally different from the original at the, the end it's just like a spider thing but this for the new one it's pennywise the clown but with these like Lotsbury kind of spider crab legs. I don't know exactly what you call it, but I thought that was pretty good. Oh yeah, this uh, it definitely took more from the book in this one, which was really really cool. I think the first one took a lot from the book as well, because the mini series just was its own thing. It seems like I do prefer the um, it chapter two ending, obviously compared to the 1990s version by a million percent. It's just better, you know the the way they portrayed it. At least you got to see him die in his character while sitting on those, like, crab legs or spider legs. Y'all think they're crab legs or spider legs? Yeah, I think they're crab legs. I want to crack those bad boys open. Crack them up some butter. Suck, suck the juice out with some butter. <laughs> and uh, it was just better. Uh, you, I, I don't know about y'all, but I felt bad for Pennywise when he was dying. Right. You know, like, you know, they pulled the heart out and his little hands were, like, trying to get them to stop. And push the hands away while he pulled his heart out. I thought that was pretty, uh, pretty sad. And all, and I, and I agree with her also. I like how they put the Native American aspect into his origin, and they they threw that CGI in there of what he was and 
how he was just killing the villages and all that shit. It was good. Like they, they did a great job with this. You know, um, a lot of people don't really agree too much. I actually, I actually seen some some bad reviews. And I looked them up on YouTube. You know, type in um, it chapter two review shit. <laughs> all the bad reviews will pop up. Um, people just had a big complaint about uh, some storyline issues, which I, I didn't think there was because a lot of our 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 questions got answered with the origin of him. And I read the book a long time ago. They were talking about that Bob Gray character, which was supposed to be Pennywise before the transformation or something. Right. I'm not too, too knowledgeable on that, but uh, I do recall hearing about it. So I, I, I love the chapter two, especially the ending. The, the, you can uh, reference the old book in, in some some capacity, like the very start of the movie where they killed the gay guy. Yeah. Like that was in the book. There, were, there was a lot of um, like homophobic references and racial references about uh, some of the black characters that were in the book. Yeah. Did you read the book, Brittany? Yeah, I read the book. Um, I did a long, long time ago. I read it back in like the Harry Potter days. And those books were popping off. I was like, Ooh, I want to read books now. And then, but I, heard, I mean, I heard the book was, I mean, the movie was pretty close to what the book adapted, or mm-hmm. as far as that goes, the adaptation. The, the other cool thing that I liked about this movie in particular Ooh. was. The actual references to the old um, the old miniseries. So yeah, when you uh, when you first get introduced to Ben Hanscom, there's like a board meeting going on. The guy standing up who talks to Ben Hanscom is Brandon Crane, who played the original kid Be- uh, Ben Hanscom in the yeah, 1990 miniseries. Really, I don't know. The, uh, the guy who uh, played grown up Ben, uh, Jay Ryan. Beautiful eye candy. Just from my, from my point of view, when he did Beauty and the Beast on CW, it was, they had like a little mini series show on that. Nice to see him again up on the bigger screen. He he, he played a good Ben because like Ben grows up to be attractive and like well, well maybe you're not attractive because I mean John Ritter played Ben and the when he's an adult and he wasn't like a buff guy. He wasn't like he was pretty like average dad looking kind of guy yeah he had the, he had, he had the dad bod going on with the beard he, he was a handsome yeah. dude he was a handsome dude was a handsome man he was a handsome uh big dude man he kind of like you a little bit no, I think about like me i'll leave john okay i'll take that <laughs> i'll take that i love john Ritter. i fucking thought he was awesome in uh the bride of chucky but what's cool is um all the uh adult adaptations from the losers club they all looked like the children in one way or another. Oh yeah, and that's hard. That's hard to pull off. They did a good job on it. They did, especially with uh, Eddie Kasbrack. Yeah, he looked. He yeah. looked so fucking like so close to the child version and acted like him. That do you know what it did? It actually made the young Eddie Kasbrack so less representative of Eddie Kasbrack than the adult version because he's obviously got a little bit older, so his voice has started to change. Mm-hmm. So, so they tried to like play off that summer. I don't know if you noticed. Like, this is probably me just nitpicking, but the kid Eddie Kasbrack, his voice is obviously different. Yeah, and I feel like it's, he actually like he doesn't act as well as he did in the first one. Is that is that mean of me to say or weird? No, did you guys notice that? It's an interesting observation. It's an honest opinion, but I kind of feel that too. Who was who was the Jewish kid? What was his name again? See the names. The names always miss me. Stan Uris. Yeah, I think Stan went out like a straight bitch. Honestly, in my opinion, you know he was like, "What, Mike Hansen? 
I'm like, yeah, whatever. And then he goes, you know, he just goes upstairs and, and you know, slits his wrist because he's fucking scared of Pennywise. I don't know. He should have been there and held it down with his friends. But I do wish they would have did the whole put his head inside of the fridge thing like they did in the old. Um, in the old, was it was it a fridge they put his head into? Yeah, they put his head in the fridge. In the fridge. I wish they would have put him somewhere in the movie. They brought him back up because he, he dies. He dies within like the first what thirty minutes after the phone calls and shit. I never read the book. I'm not a reader, so anything that was based on a book is just going to be based on the movie for me. Was Pennywise a fucking alien? Because in in the in the history of it, yeah, with the Native Americans, but it shows that he came down from the sky like a like a meteor or something like that. So was he really an alien and not like a demon or, or old world entity? It's like the thing all over again. Something came down from the sky and it's killing people and shapeshifts too. Ooh, that's interesting. That's, that's yeah. an interesting topic. What about you, John? What do you think? You think it's an alien? I didn't really get the alien vibes from this one. I kind of thought. It was more like a kind of mythological creature. It kind of makes sense, like at the end when when they're all in the, the like underground underground area, that like thing, that throne looking thing that they're all in, where they do the ritual, it kind of looks sort of uh, sci-fi like alien artifact sort of thing. I don't know if you guys saw that as well, but mm-hmm. um, I, I kind of got that sort of vibe from it. But the way that Pennywise acted, it wasn't as if he was like an alien being. He was like a, some sort of like spirit. I say alien. That fucker's at Area 51. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fucking Pennywise. He's fucking throwing that dick around. That fucking Pennywise duke. I wonder if anybody saw him yesterday. All 75 people that went. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly didn't think anybody was going to show up. Yeah, I heard they cancelled it and that they were making a festival and then the guy cancelled the festival because of health and safety concerns because the the population of the closest town to Area 51 is 54 people. Damn. They have four yeah. businesses and the only functioning gas station closed down in 2006. So the closest gas station... I, I was reading an article yesterday. <laughs> yeah, they said the only hotel that was in that town was already booked, and they didn't know how to handle thousands of people because it was only a population of 54. That's correct. Well, I mean, somebody could have slept in the broom cupboard, I guess. No, Harry Potter was already sleeping there. <laughs> Fucking Harry Potter. He's You're a, a wizard, Harry. You're a wizard, Harry. I'm a what? You're a fucking wizard, honey. That fucking, that fucking video, man. Yeah, it's hilarious. I'll pump you, silly. Do y'all think there will be? Do y'all think there will be an it chapter three? I've been reading some stuff on the possibility of that. I don't think there's going to be an it chapter three, but I did see an interview with uh, Andy Muschietti, and he said that he had a original cut of about four hours. For it chapter two, they had to cut a bunch out. So the the official runtime is like two forty five of this one. So a lot got cut out. He wants to release a super cut mm-hmm. one and two together with all the stuff that was taken out. He wants to do like a super cut. That would be pretty dope. I know, that right? Dope. That's like literally you have to stay home all day, just order food, and just sit on the couch for like hours and hours. It's like trying did to binge Lord of the Rings. Did y'all have any cool ass like it merch at y'all's movie? I did, yeah. 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 Did y'all see that Pennywise like pop style bobblehead 
cup that I got? That thing is pretty I dope. Did. My movie theater didn't have that. We had the bucket, and I got a free little mini poster. That was it. Pretty close to school. You at least get that sign at a con. Mine had um, these promotional cups that had like the Pennywise like from the poster, and it was white all around it. And uh, the other one had like Pennywise's arm holding a balloon, and it was black. And the toppers you could get an I Love Derry balloon, which I got, mm. and a uh, little Pennywise figure topper. They also had this like weird like deal, right? And it was twenty five dollars Canadian for. One of the cups, a drink, a popcorn, and then this like tin that was like a, it was made to look like Pennywise and his head opened up and you could put stuff in it. And it was like tin, but it looked like shit. <laughs> so I was like, that's not worth fucking $25, man. I'm not doing that. So I just got the, I just got the two cups. How did y'all feel about the, the woman that ran out the old lady? She's like a monster old lady saggy boobs to the knees. Fucking hauling out damn thing. Was that I wasn't expecting that to come out of there in the trailers. It was wonderfully disturbing. That's the best way to put it. Wonderfully disturbing. Was it kinda hot? No. no. I would have taken her out for fajita nachos. <laughs> Jesus David. <laughs> no margaritas, just straight fajita nachos. Maybe jalapenos, depending on how spicy things get. I got her jalapeno. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Jesus David. <laughs> No, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't call this. Uh, I wouldn't call it attractive. It was uh, disturbing. Uh, okay. It kind of caught me off guard a little bit. Although I expected it from the trailer, uh, yeah, didn't expect it to go like full like, frontal. It was nice to see, you know, like after seeing the trailer so many times, what she actually finally looked like. Mm-hmm. Right. And that didn't. That's what it was. Right. I was expecting her to just come out in human-looking form, like a champ naked, just hauling, like, like, running towards her. I think that would have been a little more creepier. That was, that was quite a jump I got from it, honestly. There's a few mm-hmm. good jumps. There's a few good jump scares in this. Um, yeah. The one that got me? The one jump that got me real good was when Hater was closing his eyes, saying, it's not real, it's not real, it's not real. He opened him up, he was, like, in his face. Yeah. Yep. That scared me. Dude. That scared the shit out of me. <laughs> Fucking just, like, why don't you want to play with me type shit? And I was like, holy fuck, that was scary. That was fucking scary. My kids got scared. Yes, I took my kids to watch this. Yeah, and that was a scary part because he's like, why won't you play with me? We can go play Street Fighter. It was so fucking tense because, again, you, you expected him not to be there and then he opens his eyes and he's close to him. Yeah. It's like, shit, man. Funnily enough, the, the part where they are in the Chinese restaurant and all the fortune cookies start to like... Like burst open, like I got a little scare from that. Okay. I just got like a little like, oh. Yeah, I I saw them when they all started gathering at the Chinese restaurant. How that was going to unfold, and how it was going to be similar to the uh, to the miniseries. Again, that was another nod to the, the miniseries, and I think I was mentioned earlier how the the um they were going to do Stan and the or you thought they were going to do Stan in the fridge. Technically, they did. But they just didn't do it with the adult Stan. It was the kid Stan. So when he turns yeah. into like the fucking spider monster thing, that was another jump scare for me. That's why I thought of it. So when all the fucking legs come out, that was like a thing reference too, wasn't it? That, that's a good spider uh, head thing reference. The spider head and then the fall from space. That was creepy, man. I fucking hate yeah. spiders, right? So. Seeing that, yeah, I'm I'm scared of them. Seeing that was just terrifying to me. 
I have a question for you since you're afraid of spiders. Um, yeah. So, like, down here in Texas, it's common for us to find a, a spider or scorpion outside the house or inside the house. Do you get anything like that over there, like, as far as insects? Not, not where I live. No, I live in an apartment building on the 11th floor, so I don't really get much. I just get, like, flies or wasps. It's mainly, like, flies and shit that go around, and they're just, like, more annoying than anything else. I've never, like, came across a massive spider that scared me. So... I tell you... I told you about that tarantula, right? Oh, I think he did. Well, my my sister comes in at five in the morning, waking me up because there's a spider on the door, and she can't leave to work. So I get up and I go out there, and I don't see the spider, right? Because I'm I'm inside the house, and she goes, "No, it's on the outside of the door." And I'm looking at her like, "Just shut the fuck up and kill it," and I want to go back to sleep. So I open the door, right, and I don't see anything. And she goes, "No, it's on the top of the door. Look outside." So I poke my head out and I look up. It's a fucking tarantula the size of my fucking hand, dude. Oh, and I was like, oh. oh, okay, okay. So you're not lying this time. There really is a spider. <laughs> so I had a, I went and I got the broomstick and I fucking and I hit it, but I didn't kill it. it. Just knocked it off the thing. So it hit the ground and I start fucking swinging at the ground and and you know trying to kill it. And the door's wide open at five o'clock in the morning. The front door, and she's yelling at the top of her lungs to fucking kill it. And you know this is billowing out into the neighborhood. And our, our neighbor comes after me and her have gone to work. I think it's like nine or 10 in the morning and check on my mom to see if she's all right. Um, she's, he's all Mrs. Mrs. Arena, are you okay? We heard screaming coming from the house. She didn't know what was going on cause she was dead asleep. So she hadn't heard the story yet. So she was kind of looking at him like he was crazy. And then she found out what happened and it all made sense later. So I tangled with the spider in one. That's, that's fucking, that's a big fucker, dude. Ugh, it's the that, biggest spider I've fought to date. That gives me the willies right there. That's for sure. Fucking spiders, man. They're just—it's because they've got the legs. That's the—that's the thing that. So you wouldn't let one just crawl on you, even though it was domesticated in somebody's pet? Hell no. Really? Not not yeah. one. Yeah, it would feel like I was getting like fucking having my arm kissed by fucking Tom Selleck. <laughs> Just creeping up my arm. Tom. Just like... Mm, give me that... Mm. Give me that fucking mustache. <laughs> yeah. He's got my arm on mustache. Jesus. Right? Have you seen Eight-Legged Freaks? <laughs> love that movie. That's what's so funny. I love the movie oh. Eight-Legged Freaks. They got a shitload of spiders in that motherfucking boy. Oh, yeah, they do. They look really fake, though. And it's got David Arquette in it. And I was a huge... I'm a huge David Arquette fan. So, I just... Was loving that movie. The scary so one weird. is arachnophobia for sure. Yeah, I've got arachnophobia on tape in the cupboard. I've not watched it yet. I might do it later. I, I just wonder if um, if the DVD has any special features where anybody got bit by a spider or, or had a weird encounter with this. Because there was a lot of spiders on that set, man. Oh, yeah, there was a ton of spiders on that set, man. Like you go to your trailer at the end of the day and one pops out of your fucking jacket. Oh, we didn't account for one. <laughs> Fucking spiders, man. They're so, like, like they're great for the world, essentially, because they would, like, catch flies and, like, do all that sort of shit, but they're fucking horrifying to look at. Well, John, everybody's got their kryptonite. I was afraid of roaches, so... What, what's what's your uh, what's your fear, Brittany? Are you scared of any, like, creepy crawlies or anything? My biggest fear still, to this day, is I have a bad bird phobia. I've been attacked by birds many times as a kid and i walked in accidentally my mom watching the bird the alpha hitchcock movie 
and I got to that part where like the bird's like plucking out someone's eye. I'm just like, nope, I'm done. I'm out. So still at almost 27 years old, there's a bird bigger than a robin. I will go the opposite way. How how do you get attacked by birds? I've n- you know what? I'm lying. Well, a chicken's kind of like a bird. It just doesn't fly. But that yeah. was a one-time incident that, that that fucking chicken followed me. But that chicken had issues because it had like one and a half legs and, and it was just fucking angry because it was a one-legged chicken. But, you know, how do you get, how do you get attacked by birds? Did so, you have sugar on you or something at the time? Uh, back where I'm from, we had like little, you know, little duck ponds. So my mom and grandma took me and I was like, you know, feeding the bird, haha, whatever. And then I got swarmed, not by ducks, but by Canadian geese. Those fuckers are mean. Like, they bite. I've heard that. So I literally got, I got swarmed by them. I had to get picked up and carried because I just froze. And then, like, a few weeks after, like, summertime, uh, the beaches on Long Island, uh, they have, we have seagulls. And again, nasty ass motherfuckers. Very like very brutal. So I had like a piece of food in my hand and I dropped it and a whole swarm just came right towards me and I was scared. That's crazy. If I ever got attacked by, by geese, I would start punching them in the fucking face. <laughs> well, I was like, fine, <laughs> what can I do? <laughs> you know, uh Canadian geese are protected animals in Canada. You can't you can't run them over, you can't hunt them. Can't do shit. Is there Chinese food over there? So what happened? Yeah, but they don't do good. They don't do goose. Hey, the Chinese restaurant over here. You see the motherfucker in the back, fresh. They're hanging and shit. Have you ever eaten a goose before, or the duck that they have at the Chinese restaurant? Yeah, and, I, and the only what reason I wanted to is because I watched I watched Christmas Story. Right, you know that. Yes, you know how the yes, dog, exactly. Yeah, the dog. The Christmas the fucking goose. Goose. I would have been. I would have shot those dogs. So the dogs came in there. And said, oh, the turkeys. They went to go get a duck. I want to say it was a few years. Obviously, an adult now. A few years ago. They're having a sale for, like, um, I got one. It was good. The head wasn't there. The feet weren't there. But it was the shape of it. Just sweet and sour. Yin yang that movie still cracks me up because they're all sitting at the table and he's all, but it's smiling. It still has the head. And that dude just grabs the cleaver and fucking chops it off right there at the table. He's all, is that better? I've actually never seen a Christmas story. You've never seen a Christmas story. Any of them. There's, like, a bazillion different renditions of them. Yeah, the, the one with like yeah. the little kid with the glasses and the rifle. Never seen them. Have y'all they ever seen the that. sequel to that movie? It's got one of the Culkins that plays Ralphie. No, there's actually a sequel to that movie, and I can't remember what it's what it's called, but there's a sequel to that movie. It's not Christmas related. It's just like what happens through with the family. You know that that's all the story is about. But there is a sequel to it. I thought my favorite Christmas movie is Santa Claus with Tim Allen in it. When he nice. puts on Fuck the, yes. When he puts on the Santa Claus outfit, he's fucking out of Santa Claus. And mm-hmm. Because of that movie, I only shake my cocoa. I don't stir it. I've seen Brittany on Instagram. She makes she makes you cook. You make a lot of good fucking food, if I'm not mistaken. You get, get in the bag. kitchen, you take Italian food. food. <laughs> so, so how would you make the best hot chocolate? Oh, that's easy. Um, when I make my family likes the whole, you know, the powdered shit. I'm like, all right, whatever. Do that for you. For me, I take, um, like, the semi-sweet little uh, chocolate thing, and I put milk in it, and I put over a stovetop, put a little bit of cinnamon in it, and let it all melt. And then when it's all, like, blended, 
I'll put it in a cup, and then I'll add a shot of rum shot in it. Nice. That's how my sister does it, but she uses that abuelita chocolate. It's like a like yeah. a Mexican chocolate. <laughs> Is there any other horror movies y'all, this year that y'all are excited about, or that's coming out that's supposed to be exciting? I recently watched Haunt, which is the <clears throat> the new Eli Roth produced horror movie that's got our boy Damien, Damien Maffei in it. Is it a clown movie? It's not a clown movie. It's like a haunted house movie, like so, mm. like those like haunted houses that you go to at Halloween. So it's this group of teenagers go to this uh, haunt uh, on Halloween, and they get stopped and killed. And uh, yeah, our boy Damien Maffei's in it. He uh, he plays the devil. And they use these the old style um, Halloween masks, like the old, like they're all vintage looking. Mm-hmm. And I, I saw that the other day. It's really fucking good, but the ending is very underwhelming. Put it that way. It's kind of disappointing because the rest of the movie is so brutal and it's so like the kills are great in it. But mm-hmm. just kind of like kind of puts a damper on it. But yeah, um, I don't really. What else is supposed to come out this year? I, so the upcoming movies that are coming up are going to be Zombieland Double Tap, right? Doctor Doctor Sleep, which is going to be the the red rum thing. Doctor Sleep. Yeah. The the new mutants, which is going to be like an X Men versus ghosts or entity type deal. I don't know if you ever saw that trailer, but it's pretty good if you ever go look it up. Black Christmas, The Grudge, A Quiet Place Part Two. Um, the, those are some of the upcoming horror movies. I don't have dates as far as when they come out, but what I'm really interested to see is what they're going to do with the Candyman reboot. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited too. It's uh, Jordan Peele. He's he's taking the reins of Candyman. Apparently, Tony Todd's supposed to be in it. So. Yeah, he's, he's going to have a small role in it. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Uh, we actually got a couple of questions through for uh, for Miss Brittany Trulicious. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, nice. So the first question that we received... <laughs> so we got this on we got this on Instagram. Uh, so his Instagram name is uh, dbx underscore three five seven. Is the handle on Instagram, and he says, "Okay, I have a question for your guest on the podcast. Tell her Viking Lufgren asked if she was a parking ticket because she's got fine written all over her." <laughs> so first of all, big shout out to Viking Lufgren. He's killing it with the super chats. But yes. You're not wrong, sir. You're not wrong. <laughs> so, so, what's your what's your comment on that? Uh. <laughs> Anything you want to say, Viking? Nice try. <laughs> <laughs> I I've always found the simplest stop word to anything like that, or or just response. Thank you. That's it. <laughs> uh, so we got two of the same question. I believe. Uh, <laughs> Question. Yeah, two people. Two people asked the same question. I think it was um, Cruz Jimbo and uh, Michael Wong asked how what we thought of the CGI for the movie. I enjoyed it. it right, was realistic to me. I liked it. I just wish my movie theater was cheap. <laughs> of course, yeah, they should have paid their electric bill. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't really get off to the CGI part in the first one where he came out of the the projector. I thought it was yeah. a little much. But the CGI in this one was pretty spot on. I mean, it wasn't overkill yeah. or anything. They had to portray him as a big fucking entity, and that's what they did. And, you know, the whole melting thing and stuff like that. That was pretty cool. I, I like that. They didn't go overboard with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In fact, there's a lot of people. They put it exactly where they need to put it. 
A lot of people thought the opposite. They thought they used too much where it didn't need to be. And I, I, I actually felt uh, the opposite of that. I, I agree with with, uh, with you guys there. I honestly didn't think the CGI was that bad in this one. Uh, it actually looked a lot more polished and a lot more refined than it did in yeah. the first one. Like that projector scene, it like looked like really bad CGI, but mm-hmm. this this one was done very well. Like when he's melting into the the thing, like that was incredible. Oh yeah, uh, when he's uh, the big uh, crab thing, that was insane. I, I thought they really did a great job with the CGI here, honestly. And I know a lot of people are going to disagree with that, but That's I feel why like it was, we live in a was, world where we all have different opinions. <laughs> absolutely, That's what we love to hear. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I thought it was just done very well. It was done when it needed to be. It wasn't just overkill for no reason. Like, the first one even, I was talking about this recently, where they do the rock fight, or the rock mm-hmm. war. Yeah. They, they give, like, three of the characters, they're standing in front of a green screen with, like, greenery in the background, and they're, like, dodging these rocks. But then two seconds before, they used a fake rock to throw at fucking uh, Henry Bowers when he gets hit in the face. Um, David, do you have any questions for, for Brittany while she's here? Yeah, where's the next stop for the Halloween shopping? <laughs> well, I already hit up Target and Spirit Halloween. Um, I'm going to feed the mini because she's being so nice and quiet in the back seat right now. Um, I think my next stop is going to be at home, which is like this huge, 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 huge uh, like home. It's like a home decor store. Yeah, yeah. I Last think, time I went there, yeah, yeah. I, I think we have one here. Miles. That's the name of the place. Okay, yeah, okay. So I, w- I was trying to figure out this place that I went at last year. Um, they, uh, like she said, they have a lot of home decor. They've got chairs. They've got you name it. But they mm-hmm. had the hugest Halloween de- home decor section. They had yeah. shit that you could hang, shit you can put on the walls, um, cups, wine glasses. You fucking name it. They fucking had it. That's the name of the place, yes. Also, how was that Pennywise drink? Oh, the frappuccino. Yeah. Yeah. So you said it was very simple. I think from your from your Instagram story, you said. Yeah. So I actually, uh, one of my regulars that comes into uh, where I work, he's uh, the district manager of Starbucks. Mm-hmm. So I asked him, like, "Hey, are, you know, are your shops going to be uh, selling this?" And he kind of looked at me like I'm an idiot. He's just like, "You do know all it is? It's just vanilla bean frappuccino with." Uh, strawberry puree and I'm like really he's like yeah you can get that any time of the year mm. and I thought he was pulling one of me so I just went there anyway and I asked the girl I'm like hey you know I saw this can you make it for me and she said the same exactly she's like yeah you know you can get this all year round it's not like you know like when uh, they do those like limited edition things where it's like the witch frappuccino or the unicorn frappuccino where they'll have it for like a week and then um they'll like sell out of everything like this is right. all year round thing I like how everybody said that, like, if you've behind, if you've been in the back with them making the fucking drink, like, everybody goes and walks in there and stands there watching you make the drink. They're just there for their coffee, and they want to go. They don't know how it's made. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, my, my question would be, what, what, uh, what are you going to be for Halloween this year? So, I have, I'll be dressing up as a few different things. Um, normally, I like to go, when I go trick-or-treating with... Uh, the little one, I like to kind of match with her. Right. Um, 
So this year she picked out, she wanted to be like one of those Day of the Dead, Day of the Los Muertos, um, like Sugar Skull kind of dress up thing. Okay. So yeah. Luckily, I have a costume of that. <laughs> I wore it last year, one of my things at work, and I'm like, well, I can recycle it again this year. Uh, I work Halloween weekend, so they'll probably have like events and stuff like that dressed up for, so that's still a mystery. I've noticed that with your work, whenever you post pics, they're like a very um, theme oriented, whether it's a football game or, or anything. Yeah. Uh, they have you all dress up. Oh, yeah. Okay, so yeah, I mean, that's us um, at the end of the episode. So thank you to uh, Brittany for being our guest today. Always happy to have you on the show. The anniversary of when you were on the Absolutely. show for the first time, that's yes. such a coincidence. And so, such a great memory. So <laughs> yeah, that, was a, that was a fun show, so if anyone hasn't, definitely go check it out on our uh, YouTube channel, which is just Hellhounds of Horror as well. Um, so Brittany, do you have anything else to say? Uh Tell people what your Instagram name is so they can go and follow you. Um, yeah, so uh, I had to make a new Instagram because I got a hack. It's uh, at Charlicious with the period and an underscore next to it. So it's C H U R A L I S I O U S period underscore. And nice. thank you so much for having me on. I always love talking to you guys. It's always a pleasure to have you on. Um, you're always well knowledge in movies and stuff like that so it's always easy to have you on as a guest and talk to you because we can always bounce stuff off of each other so it's always good having you on um next halloween movie that we do review we're definitely having you on for that because uh and, you are yeah. the biggest halloween fan i know <laughs> of course i have you tattooed on my leg who loves more than i do exactly well, thank you very much for everybody joining us today. We appreciate your time. Um, as always, we are now a part of the Brain Dead Network, so this podcast has been brought to you by the Brain Dead Network. Thank you for, um, again, joining us today, and um, we'll see you all next time. Brain Dead. Hello. I'm Chantelle, the assistant manager of Brain Dead Network. Brain Dead Network is a film and podcast promotion company that is dedicated in bringing you the best content. We promote and market films from talented filmmakers, and we also work with podcasts to give them more of an audience. If you would like to know more about Brain Dead Network, please visit our website, braindeadnetwork.home.blog, and like us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Don't forget to check out our awesome podcasts, B-Movie Drive-In, Beyond the Crypt, Rants from the Black Lodge, and Hellhounds of Horror. Come visit us if you dare. Brain dead. Thank you very much for listening. This has been the Hellhounds of Horror podcast. Don't forget to follow us all on Instagram at Hellhounds of Horror and get our Instagrams from there. We'll catch your asses down the road. And remember, you know where you can always find us deep in the pits of hell. <laughs>